The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have him and his entire family. Amen. Daf nun he. Today's daf is being studied in Rishmat Abraham ben Esther. Amen. Begin today's daf on nun dalad amud bet, and we are five lines from the bottom, starting from the words. We learned in the Mishnah Amru lo Meta ishtecha Venasa achota Meabiha Meta venasa achota Meima Meta venasa achota Meabiha Meta venasa achota Meima Mutar barishona Uba shilishit Uba hamishit what is this case exactly talking about? So that she gives us the scenario. We start with the words dina batleam Yaakov. Okay, so in our first paper chart over here, right? Yaakov is married to Leah. They have a daughter called Dina. Which means Le'ah then subsequently married Hesron And they had a daughter called Yochevet That means Dina and Yochevet are sisters from the same mother We continue the case That means Hesron got married to Ketorah and they had a daughter called Sarah. I mean, Sarah and Yochevet are sisters from the same father. That means Keturah subsequently went and married Betuel. They had a daughter called Rivka. That makes Rivka and Sarah sisters from the same mother. Betuel subsequently went and married Hana, and they have a daughter, Milka. That makes Milka and Rivka sisters from the same father. So that's the setup of the case. Now we get to what happened. That she on the first wide line. So Reuven married Milka. It's lady number one in our chart. Vehalach Limdina Tayam. So he went out of out of the country, went overseas. Amrulov, so they come to him and tell him, Meta Ishtecha. They tell him your wife died. So they're telling that Milka died. This is the testimony that he's getting. Venasa it Rifka. So he went and he married Rifka, which is the sister from the same father. Now he's thinking over here, only Bihaya she's Asura. Once already his wife Die, that's the testimony he's getting. He can marry the sister. So when he married Rivka, she achota meabia. Hazru va'amru, then they tell him, Meta Rivka. They tell him that Rivka also died. 
So what did he do? Venasa et Sarah achota meima. So he went and he married. We'll call lady number three, which is Sarah, which is the half sister from the mother. Amru lo meta Sarah. Same story. They told him Sarah died. Venasa et Yochevet achota meabia. So he went down the line to lady number four, Yochevet, which is the half sister from the father. Amru lo meta Yochevet. They told him Yochevet died. Venasa et Dina achota meima. Oh, so after he married all these ladies, Hazru Kulan That I told nobody died. So now everybody's alive. So now we have to see exactly who is he married to and who is he not married to. Well, for sure he's married to Milka. That goes without saying. So the Gebarat continued Rashi Mutar Bilishona Bimilka Ishto. Right, that's the wife number one. Ubashilishit. He'd be permissible with the third lady, which would be Sarah. Which means, to Rivka, the Kiddushin are not a Kiddushin. Because it's considered a Chot Ishto. And therefore the Kiddushin is not Hal. And therefore, if anything, this is considered an Anusa. So therefore, the deen is, Ubi'ata Be'onesi. Right? The Bi'ah is considered Bi'ah Ones, because Kedushin is not Tofes. Umutar Be'sara Achota. So therefore, he can take Sarah, because there's no connection between Milka and Sarah. If anything, what Sarah is, is the sister Achot Anusato, which is okay. So therefore, he's taking lady number one, which is Milka. He's taking lady number three, which is Sarah. Clearly, he's not going to be able to take Yochevet, because they are sisters, Saran Yochevet that is, but he'll be able to take Dina, that would be lady number five. If anything, Yochevet again is also a hot Anusato, Dina is a hot Anusato, that therefore what the Gemara says, he's permissible with lady number one, lady number three, and lady number five. No, it's not a hot Ishto, because Yochevet... No, it's not Ishto. The Kiddushin is not Hal on Yochevet because Sarah and Yochevet are sisters. So if the Kiddushin is Tofes on lady number three, which is Sarah, the Kiddushin cannot be Tofes on Yochevet. He can't marry two sisters. So she's considered an Anusa. And therefore, Dina will be his wife because Dina is considered Ahot Anusato. So that's the first deen of the uh, Gemara. Now we can read that inside again, understanding the, uh, the scenarios. Actually, just first finish reading the Rashi. Mutar b'nishona b'mika eshto b'shilishit sarah l'fish shrifka lo abu kedushek noshinu biata be'onesu mutar b'sarah chota detnan osina l'anusa u'b'hamishi dina b'fapishi achot yochevet arbiayit l'fish shbiat yochevet pitui v'na kedushin d'shilishit kayu kedushia kedushin. Very good. Now let's read that inside again. We get our third bracket now. Amnu lo meta eshtecha. Later, number one. Venasa achotam meabia. Meta and shida, they say. Venasa achotam meima. Meta venasa achotam meabia. Meta venasa achotam meima. Mutar berishona b'shlishitu b'hamishitu potere upotrotsarotehen. Which is, they're his complete wives. Nafkamina, if he dies and the brother makes a yibum on one of these three, they're potere the co-wives. Which is, it's a regular, legitimate marriage. The ladies fought the yibum, and each one can be potere the co-wife and yibum. Ve'asur b'shniyah u'birbi'it. Okay, like we said, asur in Rivka, and she's asur in Yochevet. Because that would be considered this ahot ishto. U'birbi'it. Ve'en bi'at ahot men potere tzalata. That goes without saying. That if the brother makes a bi'ah with Rivka or Yochevet, they're not going to poter the tzarot, because they're not considered his 
wives. It's not even considered sarot. The word sarot over here is like a, not even a word that uh, has uh, applicability because they're, really not, they're not wives, just call them even co wives. Second scenario. Let's say Milka actually died. So it wasn't a false uh, testimony here. Milka died, then he had uh, married Rivka. So now everything has moved up a notch. So therefore Rivka remains his uh, wife. Okay? Now obviously Sarah is going to be out because that's considered sisters from the M. Yochevet will be in and Dina will be out. So therefore in that case over there, two and four are okay. So the Mishnah says, the Gemara says from the Mishnah, Vibala Shiniya Lahan Mitatri Shorab Mutar Bishiniya Uber Bi'it. Right, you'll be mutar with Rivka and Yochim, because they're not related. So therefore be permissible. <coughs> Same thing again. If he dies subsequently, and uh, the Yavam makes Shibum on one of the two, so therefore they put the co-wife. Ve'asur b'shlishit b'hamishit. Ve'asur with three and five, because they would be sisters. And now we get to the point. Alma, from this case you see what? Ahot ishto ben mina'av ben mina'em. Very good, which means we had a discussion over here. We know Ahot Ishto is Asura. We want to know, is it paternal or maternal, or is it both? So from this Mishnah you see that it is indeed both. How do you see that it's both? So that she speaks it out. De'a shilishit achota shil mi'ima. Which means Sarah and Rivka, which is two and three, are considered sisters from the same... Mother, and the reason why he's allowed to take Sarah in scenario number one is because Rivka is not his wife. Because when he has Milka, so he said Rivka he cannot take. So then he's allowed to take Sarah. Implying that Rivka was his wife, he would not be allowed to take Sarah, even though they're only sisters from the same mother. For example, in the second scenario, we said this. We said that if, let's say, Milka was alive. Milka died. So we said he could marry Rivka, but he could not marry Sarah. Right? Lady number three is out in that case. Why? Because it's a hotishto, even though it's a hotishto only, Mina'im. So therefore the Gemara has succeedingly, has proven that what? That a hotishto is not only Minha. But it's also Menaim. And we read Alma, Ahotishto, Ben Menaim, Ben Menaim, Asurot. So the Gemara says, Minalan. How do you know this? We gave a Mishnah, but what's the biblical source for this? Yalif Ma'achoto. So we'll make a limud from a regular sister. Ma'achoto, Ben Menaim, Ben Menaim. Just like a person's sister is forbidden to him. Whether it is paternal or maternal. Afghan, Ben Menaim, Ben Menaim. So too, by the case of Ahotishto, it's also going to be Ben Menaim, Ben Menaim. Now we know Ahotot Mefirush in the Torah. It says, Achotecha, Bat Avicha, or Bat Mecha. So that's clearly written in the Torah. So they were just like, Achoto, it's Asur Ben Menahab Ben Menahab. So Achotesh is also Asur Ben Menahab Ben Menahab. So the Gemara says, I'm going to go the other way. Vedilev, Medodato. Or maybe I could learn from the Deen of Dodato, which is his end. It's his father's brother's wife. Ma Dodato Menahab. Just like when it comes to Dodato, we learned that it's only from a paternal brother. Afghan Minah, so maybe Ahotishto also is only paternal. Velo Minahim, and not from the mother. Kabbalah said, well, which way, which way is more mistabit to learn from? Is it more logical to learn from Ahoto 
or more mistabit to learn from Dodato. So the Gemara says mistabra me'achoto havile lemelaf. Why? Sheken kerobe atzmo bekerobe atzmo because achoto is considered his direct relative. Right? His sister. And for that matter, Ahot Ishto is also considered his direct relative because his wife is considered like him, and therefore his wife's sister is considered uh, a direct relative to him. Masha'en Ken Dodato is really related to his wife and then related to him. Sorry, related to his father and then related to him. Which is second removed. It's twice removed. Mashiach, these relationships are direct. His sister is directly to him. Ahotishto is directly to him. Mashiach, Dodato, it's his father's brother's wife, which then subsequently translates down to him. So it's less direct. Look at uh, Rashi, fourth line. Ahot Isha Kirobe Atzmo Hashivla. Why? Shemahmat Atzmo Nesra Alav. Right. The lady became a suit Ahotishto because of himself. The fact that he married uh, this lady's uh, uh, sister, the he was the one that was said That was means Mahmat Atzmo. They know Mahmat Abiv. The Apuket Dodato the Klobet Abivi. But Sheikh and the the other lady Dodato became Asu Mahmat his father. So it makes more sense to learn from Achoto. Kabbalah says Adraba me Dodato Abel Lemelaf. Adraba, I can say the contrary. Better to learn from Dodato. Why? Sheikh Davar Ayedek Kedushim Davar Ayedek Kedushim. Because the similarity is both came through a kedushin. Which is dodato is asur through a kedushin. His father and brother uh, got married. And uh, the case of a hotishto is because he got married. So they're both isurin that we created ayyadeh kedushin. So the Gemara says, so they were, each one has its uh, va- validity to learn from. So don't learn from either one. You know what we're going to learn from? Ela me'eshet ah yalfinan. We'll learn from eshet ah. Now we know that Eshetach is Asur. The Gemara is going to prove to us that Eshetach is Asur. You mean your brother's wife. Eshetach is Asur ben mina'av ben mina'im. And the Gemara is going to say, the Shechem davar ayedeh kedushin. Well, first of all, it's similar to a hot because it's Asur ayedeh kedushin. Right? Eshetach suay a hot. As well as a hot store, and it's direct relationship to him. Just like a hot store is directly to him, so to eshet uh, is also directly to him. Which is not through his father like the other case. So therefore, we have a proof. If somebody would ask you, how do you know a hot store is a surah ben min ha'av ben min ha'em? Tilimud is ultimately from. Eshet Ah. That just like Eshet Ah is Asura, Ben Mena'av, Ben Mena'em, so to Ahot Eshto. So to that, the Gabbana says, Ve Eshet Ah Gufe Minale. How do you know Eshet Ah itself? But the Tanya, we have a brighter. Edvat Eshet Ahicha Lotigale. Okay, we have the Pasuk. To that, says you cannot go with Eshet Ah. Well, Pasuk doesn't tell us if it's paternal or maternal. So the Gabbana assumes, Ben Mena'av, Ben Mena'em, either way, paternal or maternal. Ataumir Ben Mena'av, Ben Mena'em, only paternal. How do you know? Vedinu hayev kan v'hayim ba'achoto. Now we start the same mood again. It says by eshet ach yachayav, and it says by achoto yachayav. Ma achoto ben minah ben minahem afkan ben minah ben minahem. Just like achoto is paternal and maternal, so don't tell eshet ach is also paternal and maternal. Oklach lederikzu hayev kan v'hayim bedodato. We go to dodato. Ma dodato minah v'lo minahem afkan minah v'lo minahem. But just like dodato is only paternal, so maybe eshet ach is also only 
paternal. Well, let's see what's more similar to learn from. Again, Achoto is considered Kirove Atzmo. Eshet Ach is also considered Kirove Atzmo, his brother's wife. That's considered Kirove Atzmo. Ve'al tochiyah dodato shkirove ha'av. Right? The, the dodato is his father's brother. That's what's removed. So therefore, don't learn from them. Or klach lederek zoom. Maybe go the other way. Danin davashayde kedushin. Medavashayde kedushin. Correct. Which means dodato is aliyadek kedushin. Right? The father's brothers got married. As well as Eshet Ach. It came through a kiddush, eshet ach, which means came through a kiddushin. The al tochiyah achoto shisurabam elav. I don't think about achoto because achoto happened automatically. So therefore, again, each way has its validity, and therefore we're going to learn from a derasha. Tamud dobar. How do you know that eshet ach is asud b'menahav b'menahen? Because the pasuk says ervat achicha he. Which is in the pasuk, the complete pasuk says, "Irvat esh tachika lo tegale, irvat tachika hi." Now, what did the pasuk have to repeat? Irvat tachika hi. You told me very. Irvat esh tachika lo tegale. The end of the pasuk is repetition. Irvat tachika hi to come and tell you, "Ben minav, ben minav." So, from the extra words in that pasuk, that's how we know that eshet ach is asur both paternally and maternally. Oh, and once we say that, then we'll go back and learn achotishto. From Eshet Ah and say the same the same thing. That's also going to be Asur Bemin Ah Bemraim. So the Gemara challenges this Dinasha by Eshet Ah. The Emma Edi Edi be Eshet Ah Bemin Ah. I'll tell you. Wait. I agree that that end of the pasuk is extra, but maybe it's coming to include another case. Maybe I'll tell you both cases of Eshet Ah is paternal brother. And one case is coming to exclude and tell me what that Eshet Ah. Which means that she has, let's say, children. Means, let's say the brother got divorced. Brother got divorced, they have children. So the Torah is coming to tell me it's Asur. And the other one is coming to tell me the end of Bani Bahayabala. Then if they got divorced, they have children. Which means the two Pesukim of Ishtarate is both paternal. And it's coming to include two cases, but both paternally. One, when he got divorced with children. And one, when he got divorced. <coughs> Without children, it's coming to tell me what? That that lady is Asura. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Enna banim ba'la. I don't need a dirasha for enna banim ba'la. That if she got the vote, doesn't have children, that she's Asura. Why? Because we learned on yesterday's daf that if you remember by Eshet Ah, it said the word Nida. So we asked on the Gemara yesterday, we don't have to say the word Nida by Eshet Ah. So the Gemara said that Eshet Ah is like a Nida. That what? That when she's permissible, it's permissible legality. But when she's asura, when is she going to be asura? Before the brother dies. That means bechayeha. So again, it's going to be isur karet. Well, what was the case bechayeha? Where where he died without children, but where he's alive and got divorced without children, we wanted to say she's like a nida, which she really is, a sulkaret. So if I don't need a pasuk to come and tell me that eshet, that eshet ah, bechayeb ba'ala, without children, is asura. That already I know from nida. So the Gemara, okay, so maybe the pasuk is teaching like this, ve'ema idi bi'idi be'eshet ah, menahav, maybe I'll tell you, no, maybe both the nashot are really paternal brothers. Hadad yesh labanim bechayeb ba'ala, and one case is talking about where he has children, Right, maybe both cases are talking about where he has children. 
And one case is talking about where she's asura, yesh lebanim, bala, where he got uh, divorced, so she's asura. And the other case, Atayah is asura, is uh, when he died and had children. And therefore, both paternal, two cases. Children from a divorce, meaning he got divorced, children after mitah. Both cases, Torah is coming to tell me, asura. Kebara says, yesh lebanim lahad mitat bala, lo I don't need a pasuk to come and tell me that he, if he died and he has children, they are not allowed to take her. Why? That's obvious. From the fact that we know Yubum is in a case what? Where there's no children. So therefore, So automatically I imply myself that if she has children, she's Asura. I don't need a shot to come and tell me without children, that, uh, that, that, that with children she's Asura. I just know from the implication. Without children, she's mutated. Implying what? With children, she's asura. Gemara says, no, if you're relying on an implication, I could learn the implication differently. I could say like this. Vedilma and the banim asura le'alma v'shari aliyavam. I can tell you right. And the banim, she cannot marry anybody but the yavam. However, yesh the banim, shari aliyavam v'shari aliyavam. I'll go the other way. I'll say maybe yesh the banim, she can go marry anybody. She's, go, go to the Heterway, make the implication to the Heterway. Which I'll tell you like this. In the Banim, she can only marry the Yavam. Yesh the Banim, she can marry maybe anybody. Not only the Yavam. So therefore you have no, 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 from the implication you have no Limud. Inam, I can go the other way. I can say like this. In the Banim Mitzvah, Yesh the Banim Reshut. So I can tell you, you know what? Maybe the implication is like this. In the Banim, it's a Mitzvah to make you boom. Yesh Lebanim, voluntary. So again, you have no proof that it's going to be Asur. In the may I give you a third option. Ed Lebanim, in. You're right, if they, she has no children, then there's, if, 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 if uh, he has no children, then it's a mitzvah to make Yibum. In, yes. Yesh Lebanim, lo. And you're right, your implication is correct. That if he has children, it's going to be Asur. However, that would be under the category of Avalav, Abab, Nechlal, Aseh, Aseh. We have a rule like this. Anything that you learn that's asur from an implication of an aseh has the status of an aseh. See, the Torah says over here, Yibama Yabu Alea. See, that's a bizvat aseh. And what's the case telling me? In a case where there's no children. So I play, oh, only in a case where there's no children. But if there is children, it's asur. So that, that love, I'm learning from a implication. So we have a rule. A love that you learn from an implication of an aseh has the status of an aseh. And if I'll tell you, you're right. Maybe when she has children, she's asura. But you know what? Maybe she's asura from mitzvah aseh. But you still don't know that you get karet on such a lady. So therefore, the Gemara says, how do you know the ma'aseh? That if a, a lady has eshet ah, where they have children, after mitad ma'ala, how do you know it's isud karet? Because I had three options. I could tell you really, it's mutar. I could tell you, it's a reshut. I could tell you, even if it's isur, it's only isur haseh. How do you know it's isur? Karet. Kebara says, ketiv kara harina. Because I got another pasuk. What does the pasuk say? Ervat achiv gila. Oh, so since I have another pasuk that talks about eshet ah, and what does it say? Ervat achiv gila. That's coming to tell me that in a chenameh, when you have a lady, that was married Eshet Ach. She Yeshla Banim Achare Mot Baala. After her husband died, she is going to be Asura. Oh, so once I have that Pasuk to come and tell me the case of 
with his children and he died. So I go back to my pasuk. I go back to the pasuk of irvat ishtahik alotikne irvat ahikahu. From the fact that you have a double lashon over there, that pasuk is tummy ben minahav, ben minahem. Let's go back to where we started from. Our whole purpose of this Gemara was trying to find how do you know that eshet ah is asud ben minahav, ben minahem. So we can learn achotishlo. So the Gemara came out originally and said, you know where we know it from? From the extra language. It says in the pasuk, Ervat eshtahik alotikaleh, Ervat ahikahi. So the fact that Ervat Aikai is coming to tell me, We tried to say, no, maybe that extra is coming to teach me something else. No, no, that's something else I know from a different Pasuk. Which means that's something else I thought maybe that Pasuk was coming to tell me, maybe it's paternal. When they have children, then it's Asur. No, paternal having children I know already from the Pasuk, Ervat Gila. And therefore, I don't need it for that. Therefore, it must be coming to tell me, Ben Minahab, Ben Minahem. I'll give us another question. The Imam, once already you tell me that there's no difference between paternal and maternal, take it all the way. The Imam, Eshet Ach Minahem, Ke Eshet Ach Minahab. Ma Eshet Ach Minahab. La Kharmitat Bala Sharia. Af Eshet Ach Minahem, La Kharmitat Bala Sharia. Why do you only fulfill your boom on a paternal brother? Why don't you go all the way and say you can even fulfill mitzvah yibum on a maternal brother? No, which means, what's already you telling me? That ishit ach that's a suit you. is whether it's a brother paternally or maternally. You cannot go with his wife. So therefore, make, make connection and say what? That just like if your paternal brother dies, you make yibum on his wife. So if your maternal brother dies, also you make uh, yibum on his wife. Kira he. Which means, in the Pasuk that says, We just concluded from this Gemara that from the fact that Torah repeated that's coming to include even maternal, from the extra language. And what does it say by maternal? Which is Masra, the extra word he is Masra, she remains always an Irva. Which means she never becomes permissible. Which means the paternal brother's wife will become permissible. In the case of Yibum. But it says, meaning she always remains the Isur. So therefore, we have a Dirasha clearly that is coming to exclude. The Eshet Ah Min Ha'em from the Mizvav Yum. She always remains the Isur. Irvat Ahicha He. Yeah, because that, that Pasuk, Irvat Ahicha, was coming to include the maternal. Maternal brother's wife to be Asur. And it's you how long does she remain Isur? He. Forever. So learning two Forever. Learning, no, learning one thing. It's Irvat Ahicha. Those words are extra stamp. That will teach your maternal brother's wife Asur. And the word he tells me how long she remains Isur. She remains Isur? Conclusively. There is no Mitzvah Yibum on her. Comes to the Quran says, Now, we know by all the Harayot that were written in the Parashah Mahraimot, let's say, so his punishment was Karet. We learned this a general punishment that now, by Achoto, person goes with his sister, the person also says, Vinikritu. They get karit. Now, the question is obvious. We know already all the Harayot in the Parashah get karit. What does the Torah have to go out of its way by Achoto and tell me there's also a karit? So the Gemara now asks, Achoto dikhtiv ba karit lamali. Right? Achoto, that's written in the Parashah that says karit. What do you need for? Dikhtiv ba karit lamali. 
אמר רבי יוחנן, שאם עשאן כולם בעלם אחת, חייב על כל אחת ואחת. To come and teach me that if a person let's say went on all the arayot that's written in the parasha, made all these isurim over here. So in one yadim, in one lapse of forgetting, he's going to have to bring a korban hatat for each and every single erva. And how do you know that from? from the fact that the Torah singled out one of the arayot, achoto, and says you're going to get karet. That's when you do it b'mezid. When you do it b'shogeg, you bring a. So just like an achotot which is singled out, so to on all of them, you're going to get a korban chatat if you did it by one hand. Now what's the mechanics of this derasha? So Rashi explains the mechanics. Look at Rashi. Hayav al kol achat v'achat. V'ilo ketiv el achat kareta kulhu. If it just would have said one general karet for all of them. Hava mina echad avdinu lekulhu be'alim achatam. But if you did all of them in one lapse, lo mechayev el achada. We have a gentleman who one of the 13 ways of learning the Torah. What was the klal over here? Which is, you do any of these arayot over here, generally speaking, all the arayot have karet. That's the vashya bichlal. And all of a sudden, one of the clouds separated. Achoto was in the cloud, it came out separate. Tell me, Achoto, you got karet. It's not only coming to teach me that if a person went with Achoto, he gets karet. It's coming to teach me a hidush on the entire cloud. That what? Just like Achoto is an individual erva. Then if a person commits, he's going to get karet. And if he does a bishu, he has to bring a korban. So to, if he does all the arayot, they're all considered individual, and then we bring a korban khatat on each one. So that's why Achoto specifies karet by to teach me the hidush of Rabbi Hanan. He says all Hebe Kiritut were Bechlal. They were in the general, general rule. Oh, so why did the Torah come along and just write Karet by Achoto? He has a different Dirush. He says, the Hadush is over to teach me that Dafka, her punishment is Karet. Why does it repeat it? To tell me Karet and not Malkut. Nafka Mina. Let's say they warned up from Malkut. The witnesses that say, say, listen, if you go with Ahoto, you're going to get Malkut. According to me, it's Haq, you don't give him Malkut. Because you can only warn a person, or give a person a punishment, if the Torah warned you on that punishment. But if the Torah didn't warn you on Malkut, the Torah warned you on Karet. So therefore, it's coming to tell me, the reason why Ahoto was written Karet, why to teach me, you can only give the person uh, if you warn them from Malkut, you're not going to give them the Malkut. Look at that sheet. If you let's say warn them from Malkut, because this love was warned already in the Torah as a karet. The Torah only tells you karet. As it's warning, that, that punishment you're going to get. So therefore, according to the Mitzchak that learns this achoto karet business for something else, how does you know the halik? How does you know the deen? The halik mina. How does you know the deen if a person went with all the arayot is going to get? That's what we each one. Now, Afkalei learns from a different pasuk. Ve'el isha benidat tumata. When the Torah talks about hashem going with a nida, the Torah doesn't say 
ונידה בטומאתה, it says ואל אישה בנידת טומאתה. Now what is that the Torah to come along and say the word אישה? We don't talk about an אישה, זה נידה, זה נישה. So the Gemara says, לחייב על כל אישה ואישה. It's coming away just like our brother wants me to need that. He's חייב קרת. And if you remember Shreik, he's חייב קורבן. ואל אישה. Every אישה is like a נידה. Meaning if you remember all the ערעיות, each one will be חייב a special קורבן חטאת individually. So he learns לחלק from the word אישה that was written by נידה. לחייב על כל אישה. ואישה, כמה זה כבר רק תתניוז, דודתו דכתיב ברחמנה ערירים יהיו. Now we know the punishment of karet, what are the punishments of karet means that a person is going to die but benan without children. That's what Surah means when it says ערירים. So the question is, already you told me karet by all the arayot. Why when it came to דודתו, father's brother's wife? You tell me that the people that go with this uh, lady over Aririm Yehu, they're going to die childless. What do you need that for? We know that's already karet. Uh, what was that specified by Dodato? The word Aririm. So the Gemara says, Lameli. Gemara says, Lich We need it for Rabah's Hadush. The Ketiv. Rabah brought a stira in Pesukim. What Pesuk says, Aririm Yehu? That they will be childless. Uchtiv Aririm Yamutu. And what pasuk says that they will die childless. Now, what is this pasuk of it? So that she tells me what the problem with these two pasukim are. That she says, "Aririm yihiu lishat mitatan masba sofan davodi de ariri tim yeshlo barim kovran," which is masba. If they have children, "Aririm yihiu," they will end up becoming childless. From the words "Aririm yamutu" is masba that she says. That even though let's say now they're childless Even children that are going to be born after the sin Those children are going to die Which means By the time these perpetrators die They're going to be aridim. So one pasuk is mashma Dafka the children before the sin And one pasuk is mashma Dafka the children after the sin. So the Gemara says, Ha-Ketzad, how, how do you reconcile? With, which children are we talking about? Gemara is going to say, we're talking about both. Yesh lo banim kovran. Which means, if he had children already before the sin, and then he went with, let's say, uh, one of the Yisurim, what's going to be the Aririm Yehiyu? What does that mean? The children that he has are going to die. En lo banim. Let's say, he doesn't have children at the time of the sin, but he has children, let's say, after which means he's going to die uh, without children. So basically we have two pesukim that are complementing each other. One pesuk is coming along to say, one pesuk is coming along to say, Aririm Yehiyu, means the children that he has now, before he sinned, they're going to die. Or Aririm Yamutu means the children that are born after the sin, they're also going to die. So they complement each other. Zastira. Arimim yehiyu, arimim yamutu. Now the Gemara says, what do you need both pesukim? But v'esterik lemichtav arimim yehiyu, v'esterik lemichtav arimim yamutu. Tiketiv rachmanah arimim yehiyu. If it would have just said arimim yehiyu, avamina ad hatta'eh. I would say, you know what? The children that are affected in this case over here are only the children up until the sin. Aval mehatta'eh ve'ilach lo. 
But children that were born after the sin, I would say, are not subject to the punishment. Ketiv rahmana arim yamutu. That was arim yamutu. That what? That by the time this guy dies, any children that were born even after the sin are going to die. Now, vi'i ketiv rahmana arim yamutu. Hada mina mehatev ailak. I would say, you know what? Maybe only children that were born from the sin and on. Avamikaralo, but children that were born before the sin, why should they get punished? Sadiqaralo, zarim yiyu, to tell me that what? Even children that were before the sin are going to die as well. So basically, the two pesukim, arim yiyu, arim yamuto, are coming to include children no matter when they were born. They were around at the time that they committed the sin, or they were born after both those sets of children will die. Either way, the guy is going to be childless. Okay, before we go to the next speech, let's just review what we said on yesterday's daf. Yesterday we were looking for a source, so how do we know that ha'ara'ah, which is not a complete bi'ah, how do we know that a uh, person's hayav, let's say, if you remember the arayot, he's hayav even if he did ha'ara'ah. So we learned the Rashi from Rabbi Yonah. Rabbi Yonah said, based on the pasuk uh, in Aharimot, the pasuk's language was, v'nikhletu... The pasuk that said, if anybody does any of these arayot, what's the punishment going to be? And what's one of the arayot? Nigda. And we know by nigda says the word, He'ira. So therefore, just like a nigda, Yechayav, even on Ha'ara'a, so to on all the Isul Karet, Yechayav on Ha'ara'a. Good, but don't teach you Isul Karet. What about a lady that would be considered Isur Lav? How do you know that an Isur Lav, you also, Ha'ara is considered uh, a problem. So we're going to learn it from a deen of Shifha Harufa. What's a Shifha Harufa? Shifha Harufa is a Shifha Kana'ani, let's say. So Shifha Kana'ani, let's say married in Evit Kana'ani, which Evit Evri. Evit Evri. Let's say the master is able to take his Evit Evri and give her a Shifha. Okay? So now the deen is, let's say now somebody takes this, another person, another Israel, Takes a shifakana anit that was mikudeshet to an evid evri, so he has transgressed now a love. The Torah says lo yekadesh. Person not allowed to go with a shifakana anit. But in this case, it's worse because he was mikudeshet already to an evid evri. So the deen is in this case he has to bring a korban asham. He has to bring korban asham. Now in the Torah's language of this. Uh, Isu that he made, the Pasuk says that he made a bi'ah of Shekhvat Zerah, which is Mashmah, he made a complete bi'ah. So the Gibbara is going to be Doresh. Why would that have to say made a complete bi'ah? I thought we said even uh, partial bi'ah is considered hayab. So I say, no. In order to bring a Qurban Asham, because this is a Qurban Asham case, it's got to be a bi'ah of Shekhvat Zerah, a complete bi'ah. Mashma, that if it was just a love case, which means if a guy just went with the shifha, which means she wasn't nehanefini, she wasn't mikudesh to live, that's not a isur asham case, that's a stam love. It's mashma, that even ha'ara would be asur. So some of the implication. Only in an asham case, to be hayab kurban asham, it's got to be a complete bi'ah. Mashma, that not in an asham case, meaning in a regular love case, where a guy went with a shifha, even Ha'ara will be a suit for Malkut, right? To get Malkut, even Ha'ara is going to be uh, enough. So Gibran Turesh, Gibran says, Ha'ara, the Habeid Avi Minadan, Bidigale, Rahmana Shikhvat Zera, Gabe, Shifha Harufa. And the fact that by Shifha Harufa, the Torah comes along and says, I'll give you the exact language. Ve'ishki Yishkavit Isha Shikhvat Zera, Ve'ish Shifha Neherefit Leish. So the Fazuk 
says the shikvah, the shikvah, you can have a shikvah zera, shikvah, meaning they complete bi'ah. So the shikvah is a miklal, the chibel lavin, be'ara'ah. So we imply that if it was, that only because it was a korban Hashem situation, because she was the hadith and the ish. Much more if it was just a regular guy that went with a shikvah, kenani, which is ishu lavoye kadesh, you don't need a shikvah zera, you don't need a, a complete bi'ah, even ha'ara would be enough. What do you mean? On the contrary. I can make an implication the other way. The fact that we learned by Kiritut that Ha'ara'ah is enough, by Kiritut Ha'ara'ah is enough, but maybe by Ha'ibay Lavin you have to have a full Bi'ah. So the Gibran says, Amar in Ken Harufa. So then the person wouldn't have to say anything by Shifcha Harufa. Which means, if you're telling me that by Ha'ibay Lavin, you need a full bi'ah, so why would the Torah have to go out of its way to tell me by Shifarufah, which is also Isur, Lav, why would it have to tell me that there has to be a Shikvat Zerah type of bi'ah? I thought all Haybel Avin are Shikvat Zerah. Ella must be from the fact that the Torah go out of its way to tell me by the Shifarufah case a full bi'ah, Smashma full bi'ah only because we're talking about Quran Asham obligation. Smashma take away the Quran Asham, but just Haybel Lav, it's enough just Ha'ara'ah. So if somebody would ask, how do you know Ha'ara'ah? Is Hayab Haybel Avin? From Shifha Harufa. Now we gotta go further. Kibra says, Haraat Hibelavin de Kihuna Minala. Each one has to be learned individually. A Kohen goes with a Girusha. Kohen enjoys with a Girusha. Or an Almanal the Kohen Gadol. This is Hibelavin that are specifically to Kohanim. Now we need a special Dirasha by Kohanim to teach me that what? That even Hara is going to be Asud. Now why can't you learn it from the regular Shifha Harufa? Because the Shifarufa or the regular Haybel Avin is Asur to everybody. Those Isurim that are Asur Shaveh Lakol. The Kohen is Isur is Shaveh only to him. So therefore you need a special that so How do you know even an Isur that's only Shaveh to the Kohanim also has a uh, deen of Hara? Uh, 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 She's still now with Haybel Avin that is Sheikh to everybody. How do you know Haybel Avin of a Kohen is going to be also subject to the laws of Hara? So when she says, Look at the second one. The Kunam and the Mishifhalo Gaminan. Ela Lava Shaveh Bakol. Domea the Shifharufa. From Shifharufa, you only learn Lavin that are asut everybody like Shifharufa is asut everybody. But Sheikh, how do you know that a Kohen to an Alman, to a Kohen Gadot Almana, or Kohen Jot, how do you know also told you Subhara? So Gibran says, Atya Kihakiha. Okay, we have a Gizra Shava. Kihakiha. What does it say, Kihakiha Nashi? Ketib gabe haybe kiritut ish asher yikah ta'achoto. By haybe kiritut, by one of the haybe kiritut, by ta'achoto, it says ish asher yikah ta'achoto. Ketib haybe lavin, the keuna lo yikahu. And by the kwanim, it says lo yikahu. And we know by haybe kiritut, it's even ha'ra'ah, so too, and it says ki'ah, it says ki'ah by kwanim, so therefore ki'ah, ki'ah, that's how we learn ha'ra'ah. And we get to the next case. The haybe ase minalan. How do you know an isud hiyuv ase? One is subject to... Punishment, even if it's only Hara, what's the case of Aser? So look at Ashira, she gives us the example. Okay, go on, Mitzri Adomi. For example, a, a Mitzri, an Egyptian that converts. Torah says, you're not allowed to marry them in the first three generations. But the way the Torah says it is in a positive way. Pasuk says, That's a that's a positive. Now, we imply from there, implying that what? Shinino, 
And we shown no. Now what do we learn? We know the famous rule. La vaba mechlal ase. So therefore this isur of a dor rishon or a dor sheni is a ase. How do you know that if a person went with the first generation or second generation of Egyptian ha'ara is asur? So Gemara says, Minalan, atya, we know it from bi'ah bi'ah. Which means the pasuk says, by the Misri, Dor Shilishi Yavo. Right? Yavo, Lashon Bi'ah. And what do we have by Mamzer? By Mamzer it says, Lo Yavo Mamzer. What does Mamzer have to do with anything? Well, Mamzer is Haibel Avin. And already by Haibel Avin we proved from Shifa Arufa that what? That Haraz Asur. So we make a connection Bi'ah Bi'ah. Bi'ah by Dor Shilishi Yavo. Lo yavo mamzer, which is a lav, and lav we know is isur be'arah, so to tayyub aseh. Now we get to the next case. Yibamah l'ashuk minalan. Now we know a yibamah, before let's say, yibum was made, or halitza was made, she's asura l'ashuk. She cannot go out to the market. Right? She's asura to go with anybody else. So how do you know that if she goes with anybody else, even the ha'ara'ah is going to be asur? So the Gemara says, no need to learn this. What's the isur of Yibaba Lashuk? So we had a ma'lokan on this. Ileman da'amar lav, lav. Ileman da'amar aseh, aseh. However you classify the isur of Yibaba Lashuk, it's under one category. If you tell me Yibaba Lashuk is isur lav, so we learn it from the isur lavs. If you tell me it's isur aseh, so we learned already Isur Aseh. Now what is that based on if it's Isur Lav or Isur Aseh? The Pasuk said by Yivaman Ashuk, uh, the language was, Lo Eshet Amet Chutza. Which means, the Eshet Amet cannot go outside, cannot marry to the Shuk. So we have two ways of learning that. Either it means, Alot Aseh, she's not allowed. Or it means like this, the Pasuk is not telling me she's not allowed in the negative. It's just telling me, if she went and did it, the marriage is not going to be hal. The Kiddushin is not hal. But really it's an Aseh. I'll learn it from Implying what? The Somebody else? No. So it's how to learn the Isur of Yivamal Ashuk. Is it? Based on the Pasuk. Or do I say, no, that not telling you love. It's just telling you that the Kiddushin is not going to be hal, and really it's a mitzvah, I'll say, but bottom however you classify, we know it already. Ilav, lavu. Lavu, we know from Shifchah Rufah. If it's Aseh, I'll say we know from Biyabiyah, from the Dodor Shilchi Next case. Yevama liyavam minayin, minalam. How do you know Yevam? That makes ha'ala'ah. With his yivama, the tahara is kone. You don't have to make a full bi'ah. When it says, Atya bi'ah bi'ah. Again, we have a gizana shiva bi'ah bi'ah. What does it say by yibum? Yivama yavo aleha. And what does it say by mamzer? Lo yavo mamzer. That's a lot. Just like by lavin, ha'ara'ah, so to by yibum, ha'ara'ah. Isha le ba'ala minalan. How do you stand a lady to her husband? One of the ways a husband is kone a, a, a wife, the kiddushin is what? The bi'ah. How do you know even ha'ara'ah, past bi'ah will be kone? Atya kiha kiha. It says by a man marrying wife, kiyakah ish isha. Right? It says the word kiha. And it also says the word kiha by kiyakah ish it ahoto. 
And we know Achato is Isur, Karet. By Isur Karet, we already said what? Ha'ara has a source of Tobai Kedushin, Ha'ara will be Kone. Why do I compare you to Kedushin? The Karet Kedushin. Again, we make it as a Shabbat. We're not comparing anything, we're comparing words. It says the word Kihaba Kedushin, it says the word Kihaba Isur Karet. Amar Rava. Now, we have three places in the Torah where the Torah demands a full bi'ah. How do you know full bi'ah by the Torah's language? Shikhvat zera. A, a bi'ah, that's a bi'ah of shikhvat zera, which means a full bi'ah. One of the places is by Shifha Harufa, which we learned already. One of the cases the Gemara is going to tell us is Sota. And one of the cases is going to be Eshet Ish. Now let's talk outside for a second. Once you're telling me that already Ha'ara Azasur, why would you tell me by Eshet Ish you need a full Bi'ah? Eshet Ish Tachara should be Asur even Bi'ara'a. Legabeh Sota also. When a lady becomes a Sota, why does the Torah say full Bi'ah? Lecha'ara even on partial Bi'ah, Ha'ara'a. Abba Shifha Harufa as well. Why does the Torah say Sheikh Matzera? Well, by Shifha Harufa we know the answer already. What's the answer by Shifha Harufa? Because that was the case where you're punished by bringing a Qurban Asham. So we said for Qurban Asham, it's got to be a full Bi'as. Shifha Harufa, I understand. The Gibran is now going to have to explain to us why by Sota and Ishit Ish, the Torah demanded a full Bi'ah, even Hara should be enough. Now let's read that inside. Gibran says, Amanava. Lamali de Katav Rahmana Shikhbat Zera Bishva Harufa Shikhbat Zera Beishit Ish Shikhbat Zera Besota. Again, when we're learning the word Shikhbat Zera, that's titling the type of Bi'ah that has to be a full Bi'ah. Okay? So the Gibbala says, The Shifha Harufa Kida Amran. Oh, I know why Shifha Harufa already. Normally you're right, Haraz enough, but what's the case of Shifha Harufa where you bring Hayab Kurban Asham? To be Hayab Kurban Asham, you need a. It's coming to tell you that it's coming to exclude a person that had ever met, that the ever was not Bikishui, and he went with an Eshet Ish ever met, he's not going to be Hayav on Eshet Ish. It has to be a type of Bi'ah of Shikmat Zera, which means it's Laui Lazia, which means an ever, ever high. Even kasher, but if it's ever met, he's going to be exempt. That's the hadush. Kabbalah says, "Hani halaman tabar mishamish met barayot patur." That's going to go to the opinion that says a person has tashmish when ever met, indeed is patur. El laman tabar hayav ma'ikal levar. But there's an opinion that says even ever met is hayav. So then, what's the word shikmat zera coming to exclude? El aprat lemishamish meta. It's coming to talk about when the lady was dead. He went yet tashmish with eshet ish, but what? She's dead. So now the question is like this. I would have thought that what? Maybe she still has the status of Eshet Ish even though her, even though she died. Why? The Harmita By a Kohen, let's say. Kohen is allowed to metame for his wife. It says, Ki'im akarov elav. Now what's that talking about? Where Kohen's wife died. And what is the Torah called his dead wife? She'ero. She'ero is his Relative. So you see, even after death, there's a relation, relations, a relationship. So therefore, I'll say the same thing. This lady over here, she's Eshet Ish. 
She died. But maybe even after that, she's connected to her husband. So the, I would have thought that maybe there's Eshet Ish, even after the lady is dead, and a guy went with her, maybe it's Hayat. So the Gemara says, that what? That when the Pasuk says, Shikvat Zera, it has to be a type of bi'ah that's going to be Masriyah. And in Ishaar, that's meta. What's the Zera going to do with a lady that's dead? So therefore, the Hadush is by Shikvat Zera, by Eshtish, to teach me Prat Lemeta. Is that clear? She said, if a fellow went with an ancient Ish that's dead, Patur. Why would I think Hayav? Because maybe she's still considered an Eshet Ish, even in the state of the, the, that she's dead. Why do you do why? Because like a big Kohen, when his wife dies, it's called She'ero. No, Shikvat Zera. It's only a Bi'ah of Zera. So that, that explains why Shikvat Zera is written by Eshet Ish. Now we go to Sota. The Sota Lamari, it's coming to include something else. Which means, it's coming to say like, what's the case of Sota? A person has to warn his wife first, do not be secluded with such and such a man. And then what happens? Edim come along and say that they saw her secluded with that guy that the husband made Kinui on, and then just go to the bed and just drink the waters. Now, there's all laws regarding how the warning, the Kinui of the husband has to be. So the Gemara is saying over here that the warning has to be, do not go with this guy over here because I'm suspicious of a regular bi'ah. But if he comes along and says, do not go with this guy alone because I'm suspicious of a so the Gemara is saying, that's not a kinui. And therefore, even if there's witnesses that come along, and they see them alone, she doesn't become a sota for that. So that's what Sheikh Mazera is coming to tell me. That why it has to be a warning for bi'ah kedarka. But now, for bi'ah shiloh kedarka. The Gemara says, that can't be. Amal rabba mishkevi isha ketif. We know by mishkav zakhur, the Torah says that that's considered a mishkav. Even though that's a bi'ah, shiloh kedarka. So therefore, the Chaura, once that's considered a Mishkav, it will be a Kinui. Therefore, it doesn't matter if it was Mekaneah, for Bi'ah Kedarka, or Bi'ah Shiloh Kedarka. Bottom of it, that's considered a Mishkav, Mishkav Isha, by Mishkav, even Bi'ah Shiloh Kedarka, so therefore, that cannot be the case. Because in the Kedarka, it shall be a Sotaf, not Kinui. El Amarava, Prat Neshikinala Derech Evarim. Let's say she comes along, the husband comes along and says like this. He makes a kinui, and he says, listen, I'm a kinui, I don't want you to go with this guy, not because he's Hoshera for bi'ah, kedarkash lo He's suspecting that this guy over is going to make tashmit derech ebarim, where he's going to rub up against the lady, other parts of her body, and not in the actual makom. So that's what I said, that's not considered a kinui. Which means, if a person makes kinui of tashmit derech ebarim, that's not considered kinui. It has to be shikvat zera, meaning in the normal place of zera. Kebras amal abaye pritzuta asarachmana. Do I need a pasuk to tell me that she doesn't become a sota from tashmish terich evarim? That's considered she's a she's a she's a pirutza. She went in to the room over with a guy. They touched each other, whatever they did. But you don't become a sota. I don't need a pasuk. I don't need a dirash. to come and tell me that a lady becomes forbidden to her husband because of pritzut like this. Therefore, that cannot be the dirash. Oh, he came along and told her like this. I'm giving you a warning. Do not go with this guy. 
which means he's concerned that what? It's not going to be Derech Evarim. He's going to go into the place. But all he's going to make is Nishika. Nishika means his Evar is just going to touch the Makom. So I would have thought that what? Maybe that's considered a legitimate Kinui. And if one come along and say that they saw them alone in the room, she becomes a Zota. Kamash Malan, Nishika is not considered valid the Gabe a Kinui. Hani Halim Adamar Ha'ara Azu Akhnasat Atara. Now let's go back. We have a mahluk at what Ha'ara is. This we didn't discuss yet, but now we have so, so time to analyze it. Ha'ara was said as a partial bi'ah. What does partial bi'ah mean? So there's a mahluk on this. One shita says, Ha'knasat Atara. The Atara is the corona, the crown on the Ever. So someone is saying that Ha'ara is what? Ha'knasat Atara. Others want to say that Ha'ara is what? Nishikat Ever. Even touching. Oh, so therefore the Gemara says, if he's saying that Ha'ara has Nishikat Ever, so therefore, even if a guy warns his wife for Nishika, it should be considered a good warning, because Nishika is considered Ha'ara, Ha'ara we know is Osef. So the Gemara says, Then it's good to say that the warning of Nishika is not going to be a, a warning, that's Fadush in the Torah. That if a person warns his wife to get Nishika Ever, that's nothing, and therefore there's no Kinui. But if you come along and say that the shikat ever already is considered hara, so therefore the chaura, what's the pasuk of shikman zera by sota coming to exclude? Kemana says ela neolam the shikinala derech evarim. Really, the case is talking about that he warned her to not go with this guy because he was concerned about pirisut. He was worried about that they might have to shmish derech evarim. Read the rubbing against whatever we said. Oh, this tariq. Uh, to, then we ask the question on that. Why? I need a person to come and tell me she doesn't become a sota. She stopped pretty soon? Yes. Saga da da kamina bikipita da ba'ata la rahmana. Ve'a kapakid, kapid. Which means, bottom line, what makes a sota sota? The husband is makpid. I don't want you going with this guy. Bottom line, he's makpid on this. So he said, I don't want you to go with this guy. So I would think that if he's makpid on this, it makes him a sota. That's why Kamashmani, the Pasut, come along and say no. That even if she went with the Derech Evarim, they didn't go with the Tashmid, they went there, it's not, make, doesn't make a story. And therefore the Kinu is not a Kinui, and therefore it's nothing. So therefore, if we go back to our question, why does it say Shikmat Zeh Rabai? Isha Harufa? Shikha Harufa? That's to be a Kurban Asha, that's to be a full Bi'ah. By Eshet Ish, Prat Lemeta, if she's dead. And by Sota. Uh, um, Come and tell me, Pratish Kinella, Betashmish Derek Evarim. That I would have thought it could be, hey, he's my on such a thing. Therefore, could be considered Kinu Kamash Malan? No. It's got to be a Tashmish of Sheikh Mazir, which is a normal Tashmish Derek, the normal way. That's the Kinu. Now comes the Gibran says, Amar Shimuel. Now we just discussed the last Mahlokan of what is Ha'ara'a. Amar Shimuel, Ha'ara'a zu Nishika. So Shimuel Shita is Nishikat Ever. It's mashal, a person takes his finger, let's say, and puts it on his lips. Automatically, by putting your finger on the lips, automatically it's going to press the lips inside. The same thing with the shikat evet. When a person makes the shikat evet, it's impossible, it's not going to push the evet uh, into the makom. So therefore, it's, uh, that's considered already hara. That's already considered bi'isur. So in the shikat evet, that's shitat. Shemuel, get the shitot uh, clear. Okay, so that's the shita of Shemuel. Actually, if you want to just uh, even uh, write it, so you just keep the shitot because we'll just say a lot of shitot there. Shemuel holds the shika. Okay, now let's continue. came. So the Baba Barhana said it. Amar Yohanan said the name of Yohanan. 
גמר ביאה בשפחה חרופה זו הכנסת עטרה. He came along and said in the name of Rabbi Yohanan that the gemar bi'ah that we talked about in the Torah by Shifcha Harufa because we said by Shifcha Harufa of Qurban Hashem has to be gemar bi'ah, right? What is gemar bi'ah? Haknasat atara Mashma that hara would be nishika If gemar bi'ah is haknasat atara so hara is going to be less than that So therefore he's saying in the name of Rabbi Yohanan concurring with Shemuel So Rabbi Yohanan says in the name of Rabbi Yohanan also, Neshika. That's considered Ara. Mativ Nafsheshat. Nafsheshat comes along and says, Shikhvat Zera, when the Pasuk says, by Shifcha Harufa. Right? It says, Shikhvat Zera, has to be a bi'ah of Shikhvat Zera. Eno Hayab Ela al bi'at hamiruk. On a bi'ah that empties out. Which means it's not as a bi'ah, which is much a full bi'ah. That's able to empty out Shekhvat Zera. Shekhvat Amiruk. Which means you can empty out from the Eved the Shekhvat Zera. Which means this is Mashmai full Biyah. My love, Miruk Gid. Shekhvat Miruk the Gid. The full Gid was in. So therefore, Shekhvat full. Kabbalah says, Lo, Miruk Atara. I can tell you, no. The emptying out from the Atara. That's as long as the Atara entered. And the Miruk happened from the Atara. The Zera came out. This Atara. That's considered enough. So therefore, that's the way you have to explain the Pasuk of. Oh, so now Rav Dibi comes along and he says the name of Rav Yohanan Oh, so he's arguing So it comes out, we have now a makhluk between Rabbah Bar Barhanan, the name of Rav Yohanan that says that Hara is Nishika and Rav Dibi in the name of Rav Yohanan that says Hara is Haknasat Atara so he told me, what do you mean? Rabbi Barakhanah has a different shitav, Rabbi Yohanan. Somebody's lying over here. Either he's lying or I'm lying, which means in the Kharabi, there's, there's a discrepancy over here. <laughs> we both can't be right. Rabbi Yohanan only made one statement. So therefore, in the Kharabi, he's arguing with me. One of us is lying, that's what he said. Now, Kiata Ravin Amar Rabbi Yohanan. So now we have Ravin in the name of Rabbi Yohanan. He said what? Now, yeah. no, to analyze Ravin's statement in the name of Rabbi Yohanan. Right, for sure Ravin's testimony of Rabbi Yohanan is definitely arguing on the Baba Yohanan. Because the Baba Yohanan said, Nishika. It's considered Ara. And Naveen is saying it's considered Aknasat Atara. So for sure he has to be arguing on Rabbi Barhana. The Kibbutz says, At the Shmuel Milema Parik, but he has to say he's arguing on Shmuel. Because what did Shmuel say? Ara is Nishika. Well, there's two ways I could learn. I could learn like this. I could say, according to Shmuel, and Rabin in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, they're not arguing. They're saying like this, it starts with Nishika, and it ends by Haknasat Atara. And therefore, each one was just giving, one was giving the starting point, one was giving the ending point. So if I could say, they're agreeing. Shemuel was telling me, when does Hara begin? With Nishika. And Shemuel uh, and Rabin and Rabbi Yochanan telling me, when does it end? Haknasat Atara. I can tell you no. Maybe I can tell you that Rabin and Nebri are saying, no, it starts with Aknasat Atara, and before that, it's nothing. Therefore, he's arguing on Shemuel. So there's two ways to learn 
רבין, אינדנבר רבי יוחנן, לגבי שמואל. וגמרא סס, לא, זה לא מחלוקת. מנשיקה ועד הכנסת עטרה, הערה קרילה. By saying Nishika. So therefore, for sure, he's arguing because Rabbi Yohanan, if he said Nishika, you talk about the same rabbi. <laughs> if he said Nishika, he said Atara. So for sure, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan is arguing. But the Mishra Mu'el, I can say that each one is talking about a different tongue. Uh, I'm not going to say Rabbi Yohanan, he said two different times. Rabbi Yohanan is one rabbi. He said what he said. Either he said Nishika or he said Atara. But in Shemuel, I can say, Shem was discussing the beginning of. How that starts at Nishika, and there will be no other saying the end of the Arah is at Akhtasat Atara. Kebraskiatan of Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Now you have the next Shitan of Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Amar Biyohanan, again in the name of Biyohanan. So Lara, she taught here in the name of Biyohanan. Arah Azu Akhtasat Atara. He said, it's Akhtasat Atara, but then he said, Gemar Bia, Gemar Bia Mamash. And if the Atala is considered Gemar, yeah. and then he quoted the Yohanan as saying, Mikan ba'ilach eno ela nishika upatur ale. Anything before Akhnasat Atara is considered nishika and you patur. Oh, so the Gemara concludes Upadi Kadish That's clearly arguing on Shemuel. Because here in the statement, the way uh, Rav Shemuel Bar Yehuda is calling the Biyohana, it's clearly saying anything less than Akhnasat Atara is nothing. What Shemuel said, Nishikaz Akhnas is considered Hara. So if according to this version, for sure you have to say it's arguing on Shemuel. Amen, amen.